Welcome to the Fear the Bug podcast, where each week we bring you a new on-time video that will help you ship software on time. Who's working on what? It's the product's design. With Axelsoft, you're shipping software on time. Stressed out? Yo, everything will be fine. Axelsoft, shipping software on time. Deadlines and deadlines. In this week's podcast, we're going to talk about item locking. So what happens in on-time when you open up an item? Let's just grab one of these. I'm going to edit defect number five. And what happens when somebody else tries to edit this defect while I'm working with it? Well, let's show you. I'm going to jump over to my web version, and I'm going to access defect number five, and I'm going to perform an edit over from this client. When I try to do this, I get this message. An exclusive lock could not be acquired for this item. Please try again later, because someone else is currently editing this item. So what if somebody opens up an item and then walks away from their machine and goes home. And you need to edit that item. Well, we've set up some settings that you can use to control how item locking functions. Let's go back to Windows. To access these functions, you're going to go up here to Tools, System Options, and then you'll see there's an, a locking section down here. There's two main variables that you can control, and in this podcast we're going to be talking about these two variables. The first one is Timeout for Locks and Minutes, and the second one is refresh locks automatically. This first one here is the timeout for locks. This is the amount of time that a lock is given to someone. So typically you would use a smaller timeout in a web environment and a larger one in a Windows environment. And this is relating to, you know, primarily are using more web or more Windows. And the reason is is that in the web environment if somebody closes their browser while they're using on time, then we don't have the system does not have a way of knowing that the item was closed. And so if more of if you're more using web browsers, you're gonna want a lower amount of time, like maybe five minutes, something something low. So that if somebody does keep something open or does close a browser, that lock can get released and somebody else can edit the item. However, if you're in a Windows environment, in Windows, people tend to leave um, the Windows open longer. They tend to, to leave the client open. And in Windows, we can know if somebody closes the window, that lock gets released right away. So this allows you to configure for your environment how you'd like, how long you would like an item to stay locked. The other thing that you can do is you can say refresh locks automatically. And this is something that you typically turn on again in a Windows environment. This, this also has to do with when the item gets closed. If you're in Windows and somebody opens up a defect and it's sitting open, if every time that you hit the 30 minutes, if the item is still open, the, the lock can get refreshed, meaning it's going to keep and stay locked. However, in a web environment, we don't know that the item got released, so we'd probably want to turn this off. So let's show you what happens to a user if you leave something open too long and it stays locked. So let's go to Tools, System Options, 
And let's just do a quick test here. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to set this to one minute. Normally, you probably wouldn't want to set that to one minute because then people wouldn't have a long enough time to fill out their tickets. And I'm not going to refresh the lock automatically. I'm going to say do not refresh. This is this is not some this is not settings you would normally uh, configure in a production environment. But this is just to show you how this works. So now I'm going to go and let's open up defect number five. I'm going to perform an edit here. And so I'm working on this item. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the video for a second and I'm going to wait two minutes. So hang on a second. Okay, so it's two minutes. So at this point, this edit that I'm performing has already been released. I can jump over to the web version now. All right, so let's jump in here and edit defect number five. And you'll see that I'm able to edit this item now. So let's go ahead and let's make a change to the item. Let's go ahead and reassign this from Kathy over to Donald. And then let's save the item and close it. So the person on the web went and edited defect number five, made a change to it, while the person in Windows is still editing that item. And remember, this is because we set the locks to only hold for one minute, and then we set it to not refresh which is what you'd have to set for to see this behavior. So looking back at Windows now, let's change the assignee from Kathy over to Jody. If I try and save this now, I'm going to get an error message that the lock failed. An exclusive lock could not be acquired for this item. Please try again later. And when I click OK here, you'll see that I do not have an ability to save this item. I have to reopen the item and then save it in order to make a change to this item because I lost the lock. So these are all the security settings that we have in place to make sure that your items are taken care of. So let's just quickly review here. If we go back to Windows and if you hit Tools, System Options, Locking. So what, what settings do you want to use here? So typically if you're in a Windows environment, for the most part, you're going to want a high number here typically, maybe something like 15 or 20 minutes, and you're going to want to refresh the locks automatically. If you have a lot of Windows clients that are in use, then this allows you to say that items are considered open for 15 minutes before it checks to see if the client is still open again, and then the locks are refreshed automatically, because on Windows we can see more easily that the item, whether or not it's open. If you're in more of a web environment, you're going to want to turn refreshing off, and you're going to want to set this to a lower number, like maybe five minutes. For, I talked to some of the developers and asked them, for the average setup, what would you suggest? They said that for the average setup, to, to put a five-minute timeout, people get five minutes when they hit edit to make modifications to their item and refresh the locks automatically. One last thing to show you here is under if I get out of here and we go to help, lock manager, you can also come in here and see locks that exist and you can remove these here. You've got one option here to delete a selected lock. So if there's, a, depending on your setup, you may want to remove one of these locks. If, so, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I'm trying to edit this item, this person left, I need to edit this item right now, you can just go to help, current locks, you can see the locks that are there and you can remove them from right here. So that's a look at using item locking in OnTime. If you have comments or suggestions for this podcast, we'd love to hear them. Please send them to fearthebug at axosoft.com. Fear the bug. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. 
Feel the bug, y'all. Feel the bug. Feel the bug, y'all. Feel the bug. Feel the bug. What, what, who's working on what? It's the product's design. We back so sorry. We're shipping stuff for 